0: You are listening to Take Back, a series by Pastor Bay Allen. Good morning. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. It is so great to be with you. I am Pastor Bay, for those of you that I don't already know, and uh, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Uh, we, we see this cross over here, this reminder of the journey that we have gone through um, during this holy week. Um We spent quite a bit of time and those nails and those papers. I encourage you to take a look at those after worship just to kind of see who people within this congregation, people sitting next to you say that Christ is to them. Um, It's pretty impactful. I pray that you look at the different words on there: savior, lover of my soul. There are so many different phrases that we call our one and only savior. Correct. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Um, Now, we're in the midst of, we're actually finishing off our Take Back series. And I'm speaking from up here because we're just having some microphone issues. So I'm just doing it right here. So I hope you can see me and hear me okay. Um, But we're finishing off our Take Back series. A series where we have been spending time looking at how God has gone to great lengths to take us back as his people. How God is still working in this world to take back the world that he created. Um, And today we're going to dig right in because I know this is... Easter can just go on forever. It's like Donna was talking about worship in Africa. Got, they worship all day. We have other, we have other worship to carry on in fellowship later on. So let's dig right in. I encourage you to turn with me in your Bibles or even a, an app on your smart device if you have one of those. To Colossians chapter 3. In which we read. If then you were raised with Christ. Seek those things which are above. Where Christ is. Sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now, I've got to tell you, um, this week has been kind of crazy. It's been a little bit crazy, a little bit hectic. Some of you may not know this. Um, But in the life of the church, we just had what's called Holy Week. And there are certain pastors in certain circles who like to throw the word Batman in there. It's like Holy Week Batman, you know, uh, because there was so much going on. It's been crazy. And I knew it would be. I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, Perhaps you've been there. You know, you're at work and, and you've been working all day long and your shift's getting ready to end. And then the boss comes over and says, yeah, Brad called off. I'm going to need you to cover that shift. Thanks. Perhaps you've been there. I've been there. Um, Brad, I had to cover his shift once upon a time. Or maybe you're cramming and cramming for school and you're doing paper after paper. um, And then you realize, hey, you you didn't actually look at the syllabus right. Now you have to write another 10-page paper on what the other one should have been written on to begin with. Maybe you're there. Maybe you've been there. Maybe you just drove like four hours to Washington, D.C. to realize the meeting is in Washington, P.A. <laughs> Perhaps that's you. Perhaps you've been there this time of year, though. I've got to tell you, pastors, we get pretty tired, but I would have it no other way. Anyone in this room that is doing something that they love to do for a living, they will tell you that even though you're tired, when you're doing what you love to do, what you were just born to do, it fuels you. You get this little gas pump somewhere deep inside, and it kind of fuels you instead of emptying you. Even in the fatigue, it fuels you. Yeah, you're tired, but you kind of wouldn't have it any other way. It almost wouldn't really seem like it mattered if you weren't tired. You know, have you been there? Any, any show of hands? Parents, maybe? You've been there, Right. Today's scripture spoke to me in the weirdest way. As I was preparing today's message, I had a feeling I just needed to talk about energy. I needed to talk about drain, about that which fills us, and about that which empties us. And today's message is titled Take Back Our Lives. Let's look at that scripture again. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is. Sitting at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above, not on things on earth, for you died. And your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. If then you were raised with Christ. I love the way this scripture encounters us today. It just jumps right in. If you were raised with Christ. How many of you had a hard time getting out of bed this morning? A lot of us. There are a handful of us at the sunrise service and some other hands that didn't even go up that weren't there. But... Good for you if you did not have a hard time getting up this morning. Because, as for me, sometimes it takes every last bit of resolve to just get myself up out of bed in the morning. I'm comfortable laying in bed. And I can stay there all day, but I can't do that. I can't. Because just as the sun rises, I also have to rise. Otherwise, my coffee pot gets lonely. I have to rise. But no, I have to rise and shine and bring God the glory, glory. I have to start my day. It's the way the world works, isn't it? You just got to do it. I mean, even if you're tired, you get up, you get going, you drink your coffee like a big kid, and you start your day. Well, I got to tell you something. Today, of all days, Easter, we not only rise with the sun, but we get to rise following Christ's example. We get to rise into this new life that God has given us through Jesus Christ. And that's worth getting up for. It is worth getting up for. Trust me, it really is. As followers of Christ, we get to do this every day, not just on Easter, but on Easter of all times of year, I pray for you. If you have Christ as your Savior in your life, I pray that this hits home for you. You have A life, a life outside of that which pays the bills. You have a life in Christ. And Jesus, he spent, you know, so much time last week, as we remembered, last week was Palm Sunday. Jesus rode into Jerusalem and to shouts of Hosanna, Hosanna. And there were palm branches that were being waved. And that was his celebratory entrance in. And then as the week went on, um, he he went and he ate with his disciples and he had communion. It was beautiful. Then they went out to a garden. They slept and he prayed. And then he was betrayed by one of his closest friends. Jesus then went to uh, went to trial, if you can call it that. Uh, Then he went to the cross. Jesus was crucified. He died. He was placed in a tomb. But today, on Easter, we remember that Christ arose. Christ arose. The grave couldn't keep him. The grave could not keep him. He rose from the grave. And afterward, he visited some of his followers, some of his his loved ones, some of his closest friends. Then we see that he rose again. He ascended. Up into heaven, if then you know we just saw Christ ascending, if then you were raised with Christ from the grave into heaven, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God, set your mind on those things, the things that are above, not the things on earth. This morning we had these lovely people join our our church, join into the life work ministry of a faith, community, our confirmands. They are a part of something that is bigger than themselves. I hope you see we all are. We all are. We are a part of what Christ is doing on this planet. We make a difference in this planet because knowing Christ. That makes all the difference in the world. And this force of change that is taking place within the church. This power that is kind of coming through us from Christ. Christ gives that to us. That's not our own. Christ gives us the power to bring about any change in the world for good. When you said yes to Jesus, he kind of touched heaven. You grabbed some of it in your hand and you brought it into this world. When we said yes to Christ, we finally knew what it meant to fall in love. Falling in love. I mean, you hear songs about it all the time, but I mean completely and utterly in love. That's why so many Christians have a hard time talking about when they first became a Christian because you can't put words around it. It's mostly emotion. It is an ocean of words that still aren't enough to explain. We have a hard time explaining puppy love, you know? We basically, in accepting Jesus Christ as Lord, we said, I live my life for you. That's what we said. Our scripture tells us just as much. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Your life is in Christ. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. So Christ is our life when we are Christians. We are in love with Christ. We talk about how many of you out there are married? How many of you are married? How many of you are in a relationship? How many of you hope to someday be one of the two of those? Okay. Some of us don't, and that's cool. Um, but you, you know what's interesting is, for those of you who have found your significant other, they become your life, don't they? It's like all you can think about. You can't get them out of your mind. You think about them all the time. You wonder if they're thinking about you all of the time. When you're apart, you wonder what they're doing. You wonder what they're eating. You wonder how they reacted to it because they're allergic. You wonder how long they're going to be gone. You wonder how long until they're going to call. They become your life. That's what love does. And when you come to know Jesus as your Savior, as Lord of your life, as lover of your soul, as is written on that cross, it's only natural that Jesus becomes your life. It just makes sense. When we see a scripture that says you died and your life is hidden with Christ, we're not thrown off by that. We can understand it a little bit because we've loved before, most of us. In this scripture, it makes sense. Of course we died. We're not the same anymore. All we can think about is this new love, this new life that we have. Like Jerry Maguire, you complete me. Right? You want to know what's awkward? This is awkward. Putting a square... Peg in a round hole, I'm sure you've heard that saying. That right there is the married friend going out with the unmarried friend. (laughs) I don't mean to scare any of you off. You're like, no, I'm definitely not getting married. But it's awkward. Because let me put it up for you. I mean, you you get all dressed up to go out and to have a good time. um, And maybe you're going to go see a movie. Maybe you're going to go see a concert. Whatever it is, you get all dressed up, you kiss the wife or the husband goodbye, and then you kiss the kids goodnight, and you go. But you're not built for this anymore. Sure, you start out strong, just like you kind of remember doing when you were younger or in college. And you're out there with your friends and the clock starts moving really slow. Uh, And and it's like you check the time every couple minutes. You're getting tired and that makes you want to check your watch. Um, And and you just kind of smile and nod, thinking about the the jelly stain the kids left on the couch. And your eyes are kind of getting heavy and you you start getting more tired. It's only 10 o'clock. You're not made for this anymore. Let's face it. It's like a square peg in a round hole. What happened? What happened to you? This isn't who you once were. This is awkward. You were the one who turned out the lights at the end of the night. Last man standing. What happened? All of a sudden, you're that awkward married friend. But it's not a bad thing. It's not. There's a reason it seems awkward. For you died... And your life is hidden with Christ and God. You see, this isn't just happening in the real world. This is happening in our spiritual lives too. You died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. And when Christ who is our life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. That's why it seems awkward. You're not who you were. Your life, it's in Christ now. That's where you can stay out all night long and even though you're tired, it fuels you. That's where you can dig in deep doing uh, setting up for a, a Good Friday service. I've seen Jeff. I've seen George. I've seen so many of these people in this congregation seated next to you all week long. Easter egg hunt. Good Friday. I mean, there's so much that's been going on. Sunrise service this morning. It fuels you. Even though you're tired. If you weren't tired, you'd almost not be doing something Right. You're not who you were. I have to tell you, there's some faces out here that I don't fully recognize uh, today. So if you haven't experienced this kind of love in your life, this is my opportunity because you may only come to a church one day on Easter. So you may say, boy, he talks long. But this may be the only time you're here. And I want to make sure beyond a shadow of a doubt when you leave that, you know, this kind of love that we're talking about is available for you. I want you to know that. Jesus wants you. Jesus loves you. Jesus went to the cross, went to the grave, beat death to take you back. God loved you so much. He sent his only begotten son. So if you believe on him, you shall have everlasting life forever. God loves you that much. Jesus went to the cross, to the grave, beat death. Jesus has died. Jesus has risen. Jesus is coming again. And here's the good news in our scripture today. When Christ, who is our life, appears, you're going to appear in glory as well. You'll be there every step of the way. The love of Christ, it will not leave you. The love of Christ will not divorce you, will not abandon you. Christ will not go out with his friends, leaving you at home with the kids, thinking about if he's thinking about you. Jesus loves you and he's right There with you through thick and thin. Do you want that kind of love in your life? Because it's available. That's the love Jesus is offering. There is nothing that Jesus would not give. There are no lengths that God has not already gone to to take you back. That's what this series has all been about. God loves you more than words could express, more than poetry. Don't leave here without knowing that. I hope you know that. That's what Easter is about. The love of God coming down to take us back. In a nutshell, that is Easter. That empty egg. Christ wasn't in the egg. Christ came to take us back. Christ is in heaven preparing a place for us. And if you want that kind of love in your life, that sacrificial love of Christ in your life, all you have to do is say yes. Yes. Yes to the dress. Do me a favor, just close your eyes. I'm closing up right here. We're going to pray. And if you want this kind of love in your life or you want to experience it perhaps again, just say, Jesus, I believe you are who you said you are. Oh, Son of God, save me. I need your love in my life. I am lost without it. Forgive me, I have sinned. Forgive me I've, me, I've messed up. Show me a new way. Let me live a new life, the way that you would have me to live. When you appear, I want to appear with you in glory. I am yours. Hopelessly devoted to you. I love you. And if you just prayed that for the very first time, will not you do me a favor, just put your hand up so we can pray for you, so we can welcome you. Because this decision is bigger than you. You're part of a family if you prayed that for the first time. And if you were reaffirming that faith, we want to pray for you as well. We want to celebrate with you. If you want to stick around after a service and talk to us, please do. You can open your eyes. Happy Easter. You guys are so quiet. Happy Easter. Christ is risen. Christ is risen and we are risen too. That is the beautiful thing. We are risen too. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. We are free to live, to truly live. Isaiah 40, 31 tells us this. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That's what the love of Christ can do in your life. I pray that you know that when you leave here today, uh, when we celebrate Easter, we remember our Savior rising from the dead, but it is also my prayer that we also remember our own resurrection story. So I ask you, in closing, what grave did you rise from? What death lost its sting in your life when you said yes to Jesus? Remember (laughs) whose you are, God has taken you back from the clutches of the world. So when you remember whose you are, it is easier to remember who you are. You are loved by God. And there is nothing God would not go through or length he would go to to take you back. I hope you hear that. Would you pray with me? Dear God, we just thank you for the way your love just conquers all. Conquers the grave. Conquers the multiple graves that we experience in our life. We pray for the resurrection that you alone can bring. We pray for the new life. We pray for just this love that is poured into us so that it overflows into the world. Because this is a love too big for any of us. It is a love that is made to be shared. And we want to be, be vessels of your love. Let us share your love. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who came to take us back. Amen. Amen.